fellow watch lovers, nerds, enthusiasts, or however you identify. You're listening to 40 and 20, the Watch Clicker podcast with your hosts, Andrew, and my good friend Everett. Here we talk about watches, food, drinks, life, and other things we like. Everett, how are you? Man, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm good. Uh, there's been, um, I had a golf weekend. I had my, uh, like one of my annual retreats. This one just includes, uh, beer debauchery and golf and little else. Uh, so did that, but that is a, that is a weekend, man. And four dudes with one twin size bed. Right. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And so there is, uh, there's like a level of energy tonight that might reflect that. So apologies in advance, but, uh, no, I'm doing really well. It's nice. You know, it's nice to sort of forget all your troubles, uh, and focus on your short game and focus (laughs) and focus on your short game. That's right. Um, but yeah, it was good. Uh, I think, uh, you know, very important to all of you at home. I was, uh, I shared the lead in total wins for the weekend. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a good time. Well then, Is that two or one? Uh, it, it, it is. It was four total victories. Yeah. Which is good. Which is good. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, just, you know, same old, same old work. This is kind of like a weird week for me because... Um, I've got the golf weekend coming off the golf weekend back to work for two days to grind, 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 get as much shit as I can. And then I go to Atlanta for three days. Uh, practically speaking, I'll be in Atlanta for a day, but the total trip will be three days. And what are you doing there? I will be going to the Oregon Ducks, Georgia Bulldogs, um, the, the season opener at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, which is a, new, a quote-unquote neutral site. It's very neutral in right. Atlanta, Georgia. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't, like, <clears throat> see Athens from Atlanta, so it's neutral. No, I, I mean... I mean, maybe if you get on a tall enough building, actually. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> I, I think I think it's feasible, actually. And, I, and I'm, I'm certain that on your descent into Atlanta you will be able to see Athens from the airplane. Yeah, no, almost certainly. Yeah, that's, that's correct. Almost you certainly. won't be able to see even the mountain time zone, never mind the Pacific time zone. Yeah, that's right. Which makes it a hard, a, a hard sell for me on neutral territory. Right. <laughs> but Pac-12 travels pretty well, especially to some place like Atlanta. So I think it'll be intriguing to see the... Uh, to see the showing on television because that's where I'll be watching it. Yeah, it'll it'll be fun. You know, whatever, who cares, right? Uh, it'll be fun. It's just a it's just a stupid football game. It's easy to say who cares when that you're going. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. I care. I would like to go. Yeah. Well, and 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 frankly, uh, I'm sort of reluctant to be like Atlanta peeps. Where are you at? Because I just know I'm not going to have time to do anything. We're flying in. We're flying in Friday evening. We get there pretty late. Games on Saturday, and then we fly out Sunday morning. So that's gonna be gnarly. Yeah, a, a pretty quick turnaround. We needed to get back Sunday though, because Monday the tickets get weird because it's Labor Day. So yeah, ruin everything. Yeah, those laborers. <laughs> you you've done a hard work hard week of laboring. You need to celebrate by having a 
extra day off after your multiple days off. Correct. Correct. Exactly. Uh, Andrew, how are you? I'm good. Same old, same old normal stuff. I, uh, I have a, a rental car right now. And something that I learned about my insurance is that I already pay to have a comparable replacement. Like when I figured out I needed a rental car, I was like, oh, I'll get like a Maxima or something like the normal rental car you expect, like some midsize Nissan sedan. Yeah. Malibu or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, all right, well we got uh, a 2021 Ram 1500 or a 2021 Ram 2500. Which one do you want? And I was like, well, diesel's pretty expensive. But why, why is that all you have? And they're like, well, that's what your insurance said you needed because of what you already drive. I'm like, Oh, cool. So I'm in a one-year-old Ram 1500 for several weeks while a special replacement part gets ordered for my car. Is this your... Uh, yeah, my driveline. Your driveline. Yeah. Had a little minor incident with it. and Like two years ago. No, not that long ago. Not by a long shot. But <laughs> it's now getting... It's it's getting replaced. And the insurance company said, that's not safe to drive. And I was like, well... They're like, no, it's not safe to drive. I was like, Okay. <laughs> So I'll I'll be in a in a rental truck for a little while. Tell that to twenty twenty bastards. Yeah. Uh, well, great. Yeah. So, no, yeah. I saw I saw the pickup in <clears throat> the driveway. I didn't know if that was yours or sort of mine for a while. Uh, and you know, tomorrow we're gonna go look at a Chrysler Pacifica to replace Sam's car. So, you know, a lot a lot happened on the car front. I don't know if the Pacifica has uh has the entertainment package. That's something that I'm hoping for because then I'll start riding in the back seat and watching television with the kids. Sure. Sure. You know, I can't imagine that it's that the, the entertainment package is worth it when you can just buy an iPad for 350 bucks. Uh, it might be worth it. Okay. You don't have to charge the <laughs> iPad, right? Like there's not the there's not the sure. inherent danger of a battery yeah. failure. If they could figure out a way to put like USB chargers in cart, that would make a ton of sense. But yeah, but the whatever. silence created by the, the charging period is horrifying. <laughs> and I'm not gonna get the ten, the kids the ten foot charging cables because those are those are for me. They need to be attached to the wall at a short distance <laughs> if they're charging their shit. Can you but buy a, can you buy a Chrysler Pacifica right now? We're looking at one in the morning. So, yes. I know there's a lot of cars like mid-sized SUVs are really hard to... Pacificas are minivans, man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's like nobody wants minivans. You can get this. Yeah. yeah. That's what all the dealerships have said. We've like gone in and test drove a couple and I'm like, how fast are these going? Like, is there any urgency? Like, well, you know, they go... I'm like, no, 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 no. You're, you must have misunderstood me. Is there any urgency for me? <laughs> like, well, you know, people aren't really exactly in that particular market hot right now it's like okay. cool so good you could just say no it'll be here for a couple of weeks take your time but right pressure me and, all you and want. if it's not there there will be another one yeah, that's the I'm point not, yeah 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 well good we, you know uh chrysler pacificas are uh, a good jumping off point to talk about watches as always because there's a clock on the inside right there we go there's our segue <laughs> cars have clocks <laughs> Uh, and we're going to talk about watches today. <clears throat> we are. We've got there. And instead of an interview with some person who uh, you would love to hear more from, instead of some interesting topic that we've researched to death, we are going to bear the laboring or 
of giving you the watch news that you sure to have missed in this last week and change since you heard us last. Yeah, because none of you pay attention the way that we do. Correct, correct. And, you know, this stuff doesn't really show up on Instagram or every single website that talks about watches on the face of the earth. So Mm -hmm. here we are doing the thing we do best and rounding up the watches of the last week and a half. And the things of the last week and a half. And and, and some things. Some of the things. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, As you guys might know, as you may or may not know, I should say, uh, this last week we saw a lot of releases from... Geneva Watch Days 2022. The Swiss. The Swiss. Uh, which is, which is, I think, I think it's fair to say. I don't think it's terribly insulting to say that is sort of the second fiddle of, of watch shows, big Switzerland watch mm-hmm. shows, or amongst the second fiddles. Uh, certainly not as big an event as Watches and Wonders, but big in its own right. We always see a lot of interesting releases around Geneva watch days. And this year was no different. I think you get a lot more of the like kind of novel releases during this period. Yeah. And weird colorways and rainbows. And, <clears throat> and, and certainly what you do get is a lot of, in my mind, kind of inaccessible stuff. So yeah, about 90% of the drops from Geneva watch days or watches that practically speaking, or I'm not going to get too excited about not because they're not beautiful or gorgeous or interesting, uh, but just because they're kind of outside of the realm of possibility for me. And Maybe they're not gonna, realm of possibility, but that's just not, it's just not what we talk about. It's not what I'm interested in. And they're only going to make 10 of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, some of these are production releases, but definitely as with most things, Swiss, we're talking about expensive watches by and large, uh, like Moser, Beautiful watches, mm. wonderful company. They actually do really interesting stuff. Uh, but I mean, practically speaking, it's not like it's not a daily driver for me. It's not something I'm interested in on a day to day basis. So I didn't come across. We're gonna skip it in the releases. Any daily driver, like true daily drivers for me. Well, I, you know, I think that there were some daily drivers. There in, was some cool watches. Yeah, but no daily. None of like my style of daily drivers. Sure, sure. Well, I, I think. You're going to eat your words shortly. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to eat your words shortly. Um, Andrew, do you want to kick us off? Do you have anything I, Do you have anything that's I, caught your eye? I have a lot of things that caught my eye. Uh, what, mm, 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 mm. I think we should talk about the thing that nobody has talked about yet. The perhaps hottest take you will hear at 40 and 20. I'm very excited to announce for the first time ever a 39 millimeter Pelagos. Yeah, you guys probably missed this. But. Yeah, I don't think anyone's heard of it yet. We are, we are, we have the scoop. <laughs> so Tudor released a 39 millimeter Pelagos, huh? Tudor's doing something right now, right? We see the reduced size Ranger. We're seeing a reduced size Pelagos. I'm going to alternate back and forth from whether I say Pelagos or Pelagos. Yeah. Because I don't know which one people prefer. I don't know which one I prefer. Peli. Maybe we'll just stick there. Pelagos. (laughs) Pelagos. So what we're seeing, we're we're seeing, I think, a really cool trend from Tudor and, and in the way of following 
what the watch market at large is doing, which is that reduction in size, not moving towards necessarily diminutive, but just less slabby, less big, a little bit more sleek. And this is the perfect next step for them. Andrew, do you know what the single coolest thing about this watch is? That it's 39 millimeters? No. Oh. The single coolest thing about this watch is in the next three to seven weeks, you're going to be able to buy Black Bay 58s for fucking cheap. Yeah. Go buy your Black Bay 58. If if you want one, now's the time. No, in like a month is the time. I think it's now. I think everybody's trying to get together money for these. Three to seven weeks, that's my prediction. I think you're going to see a lull in prices. We can... We can ask our watch charts friends if they if they can pull data on that, but that's my guess. Yeah, you're gonna see a huge dump. Not now. People are gonna still try to sell oh. their premium right now. Nah, they're gonna dump them because this market's is, gonna get flooded. This is objectively better in every way than a Black Bay Fifty Eight. Oh, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe subjectively better in every way. Maybe yeah. we'll go with that. It's <laughs> um, all the things that we want out of it. The appropriate size. Yeah. And it's what? Two, ooh, how thick is it? 11.8. Uh, 11.8. I would say 12.8 or 11.8. Um, so it's 11.8. We'll agree on that. 39 yes. millimeters, 47 millimeter lug to lug. Yes. It's the Peli in the best size for this watch. And and they've done they've done some cool things too in reducing the size. They've they've ditched the date window. Mm-hmm. They've ditched the the helium release valve. Which is a little bit of a bummer for the the cool factor of it, right? It's a totally unnecessary cool factor. Yeah. But it would have been cool to hold the the release valve at the 39. They've also they've also removed water resistance to the tune of a hundred meters. This is now a two hundred meter watch. So this is uh this is less like in your face, can't break it to a watch. I think, although I think well, I think it, you're still it's getting still titanium. It's grade two titanium, correct. which it, has got that really nice dark coloration. Yeah. It's still there. It yeah. just doesn't have all the tool shit that the original size, the full size. Because maybe this could, this will be the Peli reduced. Mm. Right. We have the full sized Pelagos, and then we'll have the 39 millimeter Pelagos. Maybe that's how we start to use those interchangeably. The Peli reduced. <clears throat> yeah. Or maybe just the Peli. The P. Mm-hmm. P logos. The little P. Little <laughs> P. <laughs> that was good. I'm, I'm proud of that one. Uh, and all the things you, can, you, you, you know and expect from Tudor. I mean, it's got a five-year transferable guarantee. Like, what? what? This, is, this is just cool shit. I love what Tudor's doing. They're following what the market is saying they want. So over under on a North Flag announcement. Mm. I'm gonna put it at nine months. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put it at nine months. November. So what's that? Three months? <laughs> it is fewer than nine months. Yeah. So you're I'm gonna, gonna take I'm gonna, gonna, gonna take go the under. under. Yep. All right. I think it's gonna be their Christmas release, like bring Tudor home for Christmas. Man. I mean, that would be a that would be a thing. Mm-hmm. That'd be a thing. I'm um, probably. I mean, I don't know, but obviously because it's a guess. But I'm I'm guessing under nine. So Andrew, you are a thumbs up or a thumbs down. 
on this? Yes. Straight thumbs up, and I hope they do a left-handed Peli. I will buy it. Shut up, you people. Yeah. Get out of get out. What are you doing in here? It's a private residence. This is my house. Uh if they if they do a left-handed one of these, I will I will buy it same day. All right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> really? Same day? And so we didn't talk about the price. I mean, I think we're at like what, three thirty one hundred, something yeah. like that? Yeah. Uh yeah. shit. Which is which is almost exactly one eightieth of what you have to pay for a sub. Yeah. And it's mathematically speaking. Yeah. And you'll never pay sub prices for this. So the, the problem with that is you'll never all, you won't immediately make 10 times your cost back. There won't be that immediate return on investment, but yeah, you you know, okay. I think that everybody loves the black Bay 58. I, Mm -hmm. I I think the black Bay 58 is a beautiful watch. I, I don't love it. It works for think, me, though. I think it's a little dressy. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a beautiful watch. I'm not taking anything away. But it's maybe not for me. Um, this fills a void, I think. In fact, recently, I was looking at the 925 58s, mm-hmm. uh, the Sterling Silver. Uh, and I think that's a gorgeous watch. Uh, um but I wouldn't want to have a watch in in silver. Um, the tarnish factor is is I f- I find that unpleasant, or at least the idea of it is unpleasant. So in titanium, man, I think this is a fucking banger. Yeah, and it's gonna be you're gonna be able to treat it like a banger too. This is the spirit of the modern dive watch. I think. It is the modern sub is what it is. The yeah. modern tour sub. Yeah. Yeah. And and they come as just one kit, I think. So they're all they just have black. Uh, interesting thing they've done. They've got a ceramic bezel, but it's brushed to sort of. It's like a, a radially brushed, like a sunburst mm-hmm. ceramic. Which that's interesting. Um, I think it complements the titanium, like the natural grain of the titanium. Yeah. Well, though. And so these all come. Um, these all come with. Both a bracelet, a titanium bracelet, obviously, and and a uh, the rubber strap, you know, in the way of Tudor with the the steel end links. Yeah. Are they steel or titanium? Do you think? Oh, they're they're, they're titanium. They gotta certainly. be titanium. Yeah, I just <clears throat> metal. I should have said metal, but yeah, I I think this is cool. I'm into it. I like that look. It kind of creates the integrated look without actually being the pain in the ass and integrated strap is. Right. Right. So cool watch. Hey, I, I can I can I name one of mine? Mm, pass. <laughs> so this is actually not a Geneva watch days release. I think this this actually was debuted um, in Europe quite a while ago. I don't know, it, certainly in the last year, uh, if not more. But this is a watch that's just made its way over to the U.S. Um, and it, it, it's kind of like in the, you know, six months late on, on the style, but the Citizens mm-hmm. NJ0150. This is a watch I've seen on the gram um, and beautiful. These, these are beautiful. Uh, it is got that 70s integrated bracelet going on. Uh, Robert Jan Brower, Jan Brower? Yeah, who knows? He might, but 
<laughs> Generally, we don't. Uh, RJ Rower from Fratello wrote about this a few weeks ago, the yellow version of these. Hey, we just got these over. Um, this is kind of like an OP dial with a PRX case mm-hmm. made by Citizen. It's an automatic. Um, shit, man. I think this is really cool. Uh, just just sort of to get some stuff out of the way. Retail price is like under 300, under 300 bucks. It's a 40 millimeter watch 49 millimeter lug to lug but it kind of it's that integrated case so i think that lug to lug is a little bit deceptive kind of a president style bracelet with a simple looking clasp uh you know and 250 euros right now 250 euros Mm -hmm. kind of a basic b movement uh the 8210 uh citizen movement which whatever forty hours and twenty yeah. twenty one six beats, um, these are these are fine movements. They're, they're fine, but they're giving them to you for a really nice price. Uh, this has got that sort of like, you know, Rolex oyster oyster quartz type of thing mm-hmm. going on. Uh, although <laughs> it's an automatic. Um, see-through case back it's just an interesting fun kind of beautiful watch it's got um obviously not gold but like a gold anodized movement or some sort of gold pvd on the movement i i like this watch man i really like this watch it it does it for me and if i think if this had been released contemporaneously with the prx like what a year ago now globally I think this would be a contender for that PRX hype. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know <laughs> that I agree necessarily, um, but it may be. Yeah, maybe. I could do without the Cyclops. That's yeah. about the only thing I could do without. I, I think that's going to... I like a Cyclops, actually, but I think that that's going to be a popular uh, opinion. I also can tell that this is going to be a really good jangly bracelet. You can see nice big gaps in it already. <laughs> Was that president style? Yeah. Well, but it's like it's. I think perhaps half a millimeter larger than others. You know what I wonder about this watch? So it's got it's that kind of integrated style, but really what it is is just a very small spring bar in that center link mm-hmm. that leads into the case. And, you, you, you know, I wonder, I, I assume that smaller, that shorter spring bar is inherently less stable. And I also assume that you're putting additional force on that point. I, I, I'm, I'm wondering if that's a weakness point for the watch. Obviously, they've had an opportunity to test these things out. And it's not a new design either. But I do wonder, is that a point of potential failure, that smaller... Why would it be less? Uh, less stable. I, I assume the spring bar will be stronger millimeter to millimeter because it's shorter. Yeah. But you just have more torsional forces affecting it because it's a it's, oh, yeah. it's spread over less you're, distance. You're probably going to break more spring bars and replacements. Good news, though. Ain't shit out there to replace this bracelet with. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're you're, you're wearing this bracelet. <laughs> yeah, this is this is what you get. There are no alternatives. I I wonder if that smaller spring bar though is more prone to failure, and if if anybody's had any experience with that. But like I said, not a new design. <clears throat> it, it could be a thing, but it's obviously not been something that's devastated the market for this type of watch. Have so. you ever popped a spring bar during wear? I have. Yeah. What were you doing? Um, I don't know, but yeah, no, I definitely have. Like on an OEM strap or bracelet? Mm, I don't know that I can say that for sure, but I've definitely popped spring bars. Oh. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I've never popped one on OEM, which makes me believe that all of my spring bar pops have been installer error. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sure. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's Can we next, move Daniel? on to the next fuckery? Good Lord. Um, mm. <laughs> That's funny, I think. In that, other news, uh, we are going to be having an open casting call for a new... <laughs> new best friend. Very good friend. Um, <clears throat> we've had these before. We haven't, you know, we've had some people like kind of rise to the top. Just not quite make the cut i do believe that the bar has been lowered so you know send them in (laughs) here's something exciting doc's army we called it by the way we called it 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 wasn't kind of an easy call it wasn't a particularly hot take (laughs) right shaquille o'neal's gonna be in the hall of fame (laughs) what Doc's Army and Stainless Steel. We all knew it was coming. You heard it here first, though. It's it's out. It's here. It's um, I don't know if it's available for purchase right now, but it, if it's not, it will be very soon. And it, the Doxa Army is the kind of the word I'm looking for is. You're looking at me like I'm supposed to finish the sentence. I, I lose words these days. I think I'm getting dementia. Um, so, you know, we, we've talked about this watch. Conflict, right? There's some conflict, oh, some drama. Yeah, I, I don't associated know. Associated with the Doxa army. I, I, I don't know uh, if anybody makes a thing of this besides us. Uh, but if you'll remember from our All About Doxa episode, you you diligent listener, you... Um, we talked about the Synchron release mm-hmm. of the Doxa Army and the Synchron military, the Synchron military. Yes. <laughs> and how w- within, I don't know, 24 hours or so Doxa dropped a post on Instagram basically saying, you know, only trust the original kind of thing. Yeah. Like uh, sort of taking the piss out of, uh, Synchron after kind of a contentious breakup. And so this is a bit of a this is a bit of a continuation of that story for those of you that are paying attention. Uh, you know, I again, I think we've talked about this. I don't really see other people engaging with this subject matter, which makes me think kind of nobody cares. But there's a thing out there because we are the hot takers of the watch world. We're super hot takey. Um, everyone knows us for that. Um, but that's where we're at, right? The there there is something there that's definitely not being addressed for one reason or another. Um, but here it is. We you know we had the uh, 
the carbon release a year ago yeah maybe not quite a year ago yeah. but in the last year certainly in, in the last year we had the full carbon release right it was carbon wasn't it yeah yeah and now we are into stainless steel which is really the one that excited me the carbon's cool and you know that kind of fits with doxas like we have these three watches that we're going to have forever we've had since the beginning and we will have until the next armageddon meteor hits the planet earth and about four times a year we're going to drop a limited release that is either really cool or really not but it doesn't matter because it's not sticking around sure i hope this lands a piece of the permanent catalog. Yeah, I think because it's cool. I think they've done some really cool things with these. They, you know, the price. So these are, as far as I know, not limited releases. These mm-hmm. are all catalog releases, unlimited, as it were. Um, and they've got one pretty, I would say, just kind of what you'd expect, um, which is to say steel and steel and, and, <laughs> bezel and steel yeah it's a doxa uh that's right they've got they've got one of these that is just clearly a doxa and to that end is also you know a synchron uh <laughs> and then the other the other release of this they're, they're they've had said they've got five separate skews which may be true uh but they've, this is two watches there's the steel on steel and then this absolutely gorgeous army green insert brass bezel version of this mm-hmm. and i'm i'm kind of an i'm i'm more of a black dial that black bezel kind of guy but this green ceramic bezel is just bronze this. bronze yeah, yeah. Bezel. what what i say <clears throat> ceramic because that makes more sense but it's Cer- a bronze bezel which is ceramic something. insert bronze bezel mm-hmm. yeah uh, and yeah, very cool. You can get these on a steel beads of rice, which is the right choice. Yep. You can also get these on a fitted black or a hunter green FKM. I think if you can pick those up on the aftermarket, just get uh, both. Yeah. I think you got to get the, the beads of rice. It, and it, it also could be the, well, yeah, just get both. Just get both. That green, that green is out of this world though. Yeah. It's such a surprising decision, and I think it works so well. The bronze, too. Surprising decision. And those, it just works really, really well. I, I'm This has impacted my Doxa decision-making tree from, like, settled to, mm. to now back to 50-50. Oh, because you, 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 you might be a buyer. Yeah, I, you know, the... That blue, the 300T Caribbean, yeah, has just sung to me. Mm-hmm. And now, this army in all steel, it it fills a space that doesn't already I didn't know existed in my watch collection. Whereas the blue dive watch, you know, classically styled or not, it's not exactly a void. It's a, it doesn't exist, but it's not exactly a void, right? This is a void. You, oh, oh. you, you think there's a void in your collection that this fills? I, I want it to fill. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Put it in me. It can have its pick. 
yeah, this is money. And we've talked about this watch in, in and the Synchron military several times. And, and you know, for, we, for a reason. We, we like we've, this much. We've neither we've not touched either of these watches, I think. Is mm-hmm. is that accurate? Um, we've both handled a Doxa. We've both handled Doxas, but we've not had this we've not had the Synchron. We've not had this new Dux army, which I, I don't think very many folks have. Only like fifty um, people have had a Synchron. Uh, these I don't. I think they released a bunch of those, but Did they? I thought it was um, like way small. The uh, the the words I'm getting from people who have handled both is that the Synchron's very nice, probably fit and finish, not quite up there with Doxa, but Doxa is not really known for its over-the-top fit and finish either. So shouldn't be. Uh, I think that you're going to get a higher quality watch from Doxa versus the Synchron, but... You should. I, I kind of like... I, you know, I, I, we struggled with this when we talked about the topic on our on our Doxa show. I really like Rick Murray. Um, I, I didn't... I, I don't know that I was always enamored by what he did with Doxa or whatever, but learning that story really made me have a lot of respect for him. And so... Um, I think the Synchron's a fine choice. I think the Synchron's a just fine choice. Um, but you probably get a nicer watch with the Docs if I had to guess. And and for not that much more money, we're looking at about an eight hundred dollar difference. You or new pricing mm-hmm. between the Synchron and the Doxa. Yeah, eight hundred dollars is not a dollar amount to sneeze at. Right. But when you're already spending twelve hundred, yeah, I think the value. Are these two grand on a on a bracelet? Yes. Oh my god. They are completely aligned with the three hundred T line. Yeah, that's a great price. <clears throat> yeah, twenty ninety on a bracelet. Twenty two fifty for the steel bronze. Yeah. Yeah. Well, which makes sense, right? You're getting a little bit different. It, it's outside of the normal, out of the molds yeah. that they've already been using. <laughs> yeah, and interestingly enough, you're not paying a huge premium for the bracelet. So, uh, forty bucks in both instances. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is also unusual. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, non-limited, available at Doxa retailers and via the Doxa website starting in October 2022. Yeah. This might um, this might throw a wrench in my acquisition flow chart <laughs> for the year. <laughs> um, Andrew, 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 Andrew. Yes, Everett. What's next, dude? I, you know what? I think, I think we've, I, you know, I'm actually ready to turn it off because of the. We've just talked about everything I wanted to talk about. Photographs. Yeah. yeah, thank you, Doxo. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you got? What's next? Ooh, I mean, I did talk about, I did, I did have the last pick, but I'm happy to have the next pick in line. Uh, my next is it's not a new watch. It's just this year's line with a. Slightly updated dial, some new colors. Mm. Longines Evidenza. It's pronounced Longinus. Oh, yeah. The Longinus Evidenza <laughs> with a sector dial. And I saw this kind of gilt royal blue. Royal blue. Navy yeah, blue. kind of like a midnight. Yeah. Yeah. On blue leather, which I could, I'm, you know, that's a little bit problematic for me. I'd, I'd like to see this on something different, but it's neither here nor there. <laughs> so we've got the, the 2022 line seems a little late of evidenzas with some new colorways, 
with this just just the updated sector dial and this seeing this colorway got me. Yeah. When I when I saw it, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. And and this isn't a watch that I was I mean, I've seen it. Yeah. I've not really looked into it. I wasn't familiar with it. I was shocked at the $2,070 price tag on a steel bracelet. Mm. Because this like kind of changes the the game for me and the rectangle square world. Yeah, so it's finally seeing a color that I'm like, yes, that's it. I'm like, uh-oh, that might be it. Yeah, these are clearly uh, dressier watches. Mm-hmm. This is, I, I think you'd call this a tonneau. Ah, it's uh, definitely a tonneau. Uh, and, you know, I, the, I think these things are always kind of around, right? Not, mm-hmm. not probably not the most in-demand watch in the launching line, uh, but pretty gorgeous. I'd say, if I had to guess, uh, above par to excellent finishing. Mm-hmm. The cons- Longine, I mean, the construction on these is, uh, at, at least on paper, beautiful and well done. Um, yeah, I, and and I'm with you, Andrew. This this dial is the one you've pulled up, which will be in the show notes. This midnight with the kind of just a slight sunburst and that gold printing mm-hmm. I, I think this is this is pretty sexy and i although i did not expect to be talking about a tonneau case 30 millimeter longine dress watch tonight <clears throat> i'm here for it I, I'm, yeah i'm here for it and i'm here for you it's very much in i mean you know this watch it's very much in the vein of the reverso of the tank of this of that ilk of by design dress watch, a blue aluminum crown tube. That gives it kind of like a modern pop. Yeah, it, it. I'm 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 here for it, and it kind of creates some like Santos questions for me. It's not a it's not an analog, not by a long shot. It fills a very similar space, and I I'd like to wear one, and I just don't. Andrew, we are going to have to have some serious conversations, you and me, before mm-hmm. you pick this watch over Santos. Oh, I'm just I, saying. I, no, I know. I, I'm. I'm going to have. I'm sure when when we're wind up, I'll be able to wear one of these. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Because I don't know if there's going to be. I don't think either at watch watch time or wind up announcement. By the way, we'll be in New York. Yes. For wind up, we October twenty first. Andrew is making his watch show debut. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be a big deal, right? Uh, if you guys are going to want to see Andrew or actually talk to him, he'll be doing a couple signings. You but... will not like me. I assure you of that. <laughs> I'm much better in this environment for you. Gonna, you don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to break the fourth wall with me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just just the, the consider. I have to wear this. I'm sure there's a Longine in New York. No, yeah, maybe. Well, I'm sure we could find one. We really... could. Find, we're going to have to find one. This is a thing that must happen before I do something else. I like it. I'm here for it. I love that construction. I love mm-hmm. the anodized aluminum crown tube. Yeah, that's cool. It it 
it seems to me like they're trying to replicate the the sapphire cap on the Santos crown. You know, I feel like Longine kind of gets missed, uh, gets missed by the watch height people because it's like almost inherently an unhypey brand. Yeah. They've got some of these stodgy lines, the Evidenza in my mind being one of them. It absolutely is. Um, and, and, and you know, it, it's just Longines, not that company that's doing exciting things. They're not particularly exclusive. They're not particularly innovative. Um, and so I think they're a bit of a sleeper, but clearly well-respected for good reason. So I think we kind of miss Longine occasionally. This, and this is the personification. Like I am the personification of this watch. Just attractive enough to get by. Well-constructed, sturdy, simple, S- sturdy, boring. I could wear this. This could be a daily driver for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what you got? You know, Andrew. Yes. I want to talk a little bit about another company that I think we miss occasionally. And I'm not exactly sure why. I haven't put my finger on it. Was that the new Oris diver? Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) I think that, um, I've not been hugely impressed by Maurice Lacroix. It's Lacroix. Lacroix. Uh, but not for any good reason. Look, these guys make terrific watches, and I've had an opportunity to handle these uh, on a number of occasions. They make fun watches, good watches. I think that they pre- present a bit of a difficult value proposition for what they are. I would be more inclined to be like Maurice Lacroix is the shit if they were priced maybe 20% cheaper than they are. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that Maurice LaCroix makes a stunning product. Uh, For me, for whatever reason, they're always just a bit outside what I'm willing to pay for that watch, at least at retail. Um, And and I think this watch is no different. I think this watch is no different. But um, Maurice LaCroix released... And so obviously this is a classic company, right? This is a company that's been around for a long time. Um, they've, they've, uh, and, and they've got great watches. This is a, a, a new, a new version of a watch that was released a few years ago, two or three years ago. This is the, two. this is the Pontos chronograph, but with a, with an S designation, the Pontos S chronograph. Uh, and, and this is a external bezel sporty. I think the S stands for sports. I think it stands for sporty (laughs) (laughs) chronograph. This it's a big watch. This is a 43 millimeter kind of chunky chronograph with these elongated pushers. Uh, and shit, man, this is beautiful. So the, it comes in two colors, colorways. It comes with a white dial. This is like a tri-compact layout chronograph, mm-hmm. automatic chronograph. Uh, it's got this gorgeous sunburst blue dial on one of them and a white dial on the other. The white dial is kind of like a 612 Panda layout. Mm-hmm. 
Shit, man. I think this is pretty great. Uh, the only problem I have with this is a little spendy. These yeah. are like 3,500 to 4,000. No, no, listen. Objectively speaking, for an automatic chronograph with a great movement, uh, that that's the right price. Do you know I, what they're using for their base movement? Oh, it is a uh, Salida. It's a mm-hmm. Salida base. Oh, yeah, based on Salida. Uh, it's a Salida-based chronograph. And and it's a beautiful movement. They've they've got a beautiful movement in here. They've got uh, a well finished movement, and and it's gonna be it's gonna be solid and stable. This is a little big. It's got twenty two millimeter lugs, which fuck, kind of a pass on that. Uh, it's got a giant, like a seemingly like thirteen millimeter giant male end link. I think there's some problems with this watch. Mm-hmm. However, however, notwithstanding those problems. I'm kind of into it. I I think if you're like in that place where you want a dope, legit, super well finished chronograph that's different than anything else, um, you you've got some options, right? Fortis in this yeah. price range. I mean, you there are some options in this price range, but this is coming in at less than Fortis, I think. Um, this less is less than most. I mean, relative to what you're looking at in this category. This is kind of the, the one. Yeah, yeah, and and it, it's got some neat design things that that I really like. It is a day date, um, which is gonna be a big turnoff for a lot of people. Yeah, I I love the way they've done the day date though. Um, it's got these two windows. Um, yeah, shit. I, I'm I, gosh, I'm kind of into the watch. I'm kind of in the <clears throat> details. The elongated pushers that kind of. Uh, dog bowl crown uh, there's some stuff it's got a step on the on the finishing so it's not like a real traditional anglage it's kind of a step mm-hmm. very uh, sorry yeah yeah that's right i i'm kind of into this man i'd like to get my hands on one they were at so there was a uh maurice lacroix retailer at wind up uh, in san francisco i assume they'll be in New York as well. So I'm looking forward to getting my hands on one of these. Uh, and one, of, one of the things that I really appreciate about this 12-6-9 layout is they didn't force the 12 o'clock, a 12 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 12 o'clock logo. Yeah. The 12 o'clock logo. They didn't force <laughs> it. They built it around the day date to put, yeah, give some symmetry. It's yeah. an option with these. It's an option. I, I think it's not often enough used where where that subdial layout still tries to force a 12 o'clock logo. Mm. And they created really nice symmetry with it. And I like it. Disney watch. Super thin tachometer bezel. Super thin. Which I think is going to help with the, the overall size feel of this watch yeah do you know is this ion plating on the it doesn't look like it yeah I, i'm not sure what the bezels uh made of let's see if i can find it black ceramic bezel mm-hmm. yeah 100 meters of water resistance it's a cool watch and i think it's fun and i'm happy to talk about it yeah it's money which i've done it's also expensive <clears throat> yeah no i mean it's the look it's the right price for an automatic chronograph i mm-hmm. i think for an automatic chronograph, two thousand is just bargain basement. Yeah, and and really, you should expect to pay 
3500 to six grand for, you know, not an entry level, but in that sort of affordable range for an automatic chronograph. So this is in there and, and it's even perhaps on the low end of that. And I bet the, I bet that if you wait just a little bit, you'll be able to pick these up secondhand for well under three grand. Interesting though. It's only a 10 franc difference between a, oh no, 110 franc difference. I don't math good. Between the sailcloth and the... Yeah, the sailcloth and the bracelet. And it was a much bigger difference between the full set. But now I get it because it's not a 10 franc difference. It's 110. 110 now we're Swiss there. francs. Um, and, and that's all I have to say about that. That's a good pick. And you know what? I think... Did we do I think it? We've done it. We did it. Yeah, man, we're getting good at this. You know, we. I don't know about that. But. <laughs> we'll say thank you to all of the support. When we discussed just this last week with our friend Brodinky, when we discussed the fact that some people don't like other things, we got a lot of positive feedback and no negative feedback. I got many, many, many comments that said, I like the other things. I like the other things. And we got some some more practical comments that said, I like the other things. And if you've listened to at least an episode, you know that that's the end of the watches. So you can just fucking turn it off. And I was like, yeah, duh, that's, that's right. Uh, so thank you for all your positive feedback. We are going to continue to do other things. We've considered canceling that section of the show. But- uh, 200 times we've considered it. <laughs> But based on your positive feedback, we're keeping it around. And in that in that uh, way, Andrew, other things, what do you got? I got a movie. No. It's not a new movie. It, it is Rosebud is a sled. Is it? Carry on. That wasn't my interpretation. So I finally watched the movie 1917. <clears throat> and I never watched it because I was like, who really needs this? Like, eh, it looks, eh. I watched the other World War One movie that came out at about the same time. And I was like, yeah. Watched Fury that came out, you know, pr- about three years prior. And I was like, eh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, there was just kind of a, uh, a lack of grandiosity to oh. these war epics that were coming out. And these were being billed as these huge war epics, mm. right? And they just weren't, they weren't hitting the nail on the head for me. Mm. I had some time this weekend and I watched 1917. I was like, eh, it's on Hulu. I'll run it. It'll, it can be a second screening event. It was terrific. Yeah, it's really good. So 1917 is really unique in the way it's shot. It is meant to be a single shot. And it plays like a single it shot. It plays like a single shot. And and when I started it, I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. I knew this was happening. Like I knew I was aware of the cinematography of this movie before watching it. 
And because of the hype of the cinematography, I was just kind of, I was like, no, you're not going to overhype me for just another letdown war epic. A gimmick. Yeah. A, a single scene gimmick. It was so good. They were able to play, I don't know, what's presumably 14 hours of life. Maybe a little more, you know, 14 to 18 hours of, of life in a two hour or so movie in what is perceived as a single encounter. Like you follow these people on this really, really specific, really, really small kind of saving private Ryan esque story. Yeah, you just know it's perilous from the moment you start. And and you know it's it's a it's a lovely story, right? It's it's the the battle of the human will story. There's no real villains in it. They do a an, an interesting job humanizing everyone, <laughs> showing this just shitty situation that nobody wins in in this really forgotten enormous global conflict and you get just a glimpse into the just how shitty it was but even in how shitty it was it's this beautiful cinematography this beautiful scene like like set design sam mendez is that right yeah yeah so sam mendez directed wrote in in partnership with Christy Wilson Cairns. It was, it's worth two hours of your time. Totally. Yeah. If, if for nothing else, watch it on mute. Like the story is, is not unique, right? If you've seen Saving Private Ryan, you've seen this story, but if you like a good story and you like adequate character development in the, in the journey with the character. Cause you don't know shit about these people to begin with. And they don't do backstory. They don't do any kind of building the character. You just see who this person is through their actions or the who these people, the characters are developed through, in real time. Yeah. In, yeah. In this real time development that's really good. And I'm sorry I waited three years to watch it. So that's my other thing. 1917. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and I'll, I'll fully endorse that with you. I will not endorse, the idea of watching it on mute, I think I think you should listen to this movie. That's a controversial opinion. But well, you know, and in fairness, I want <laughs> like most of my tele my hearing's really poor. So most of my media consumption, like digital media consumption on a screen, is effectively on mute. I, what did I, you say? Yep. I read most of the Yeah. Like it was it was embarrassingly late that I learned that um I could turn on the English sound and subtitles on Squid Game, and that was when I prom- what prompted me to watch it because I can watch it loud. Because uh, the hearing the Korean and it was really distracting, like it made it hard for me to read. But now I, you know, I've watched it and I'm excited for season two. Uh, I've got another thing. Do me. Not a movie. Okay. Not a podcast. Oh. Rather, this is a thing that I should have bought. Many, many moons ago. And, and and actually, practically speaking, I should have bought it at least 12, say, moons 90 ago. moons ago. Um, 
but I didn't. And so here we are in August and I picked up three months. You know, moon is referred a month, right? That's not a day. Is a a moon a month? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking like every night is a moon. I think, I think a moon is referential to a a night (laughs) Well, or a month. I mean, not a a night. Well, we should keep it going because we've got a long road to hoe. Uh, I've told you about that, right? Road to hoe. I thought until I was like 25 that it was a long road to hoe. And then someone was like, no, it's you hoe rows. Yeah, you fucking idiot. And I was like, oh. And then I was embarrassed. Anyway. <laughs> See, my head went to like, it's it's a, it's a long trek to the brothel. So, <laughs> uh, so I bought a, um, a, a smart sprinkler controller. So I've never had sprinklers and I really never had a yard that I cared about. So when we bought the new house, there was sprinklers pre-installed, but like with all sprinkler systems, it came with this really clunky sort of turn a switch and access this menu and try to figure out how to program your sprinkler. Terrible, terrible. I, I at one point sorted it out. And then I went back in to try to change it. And I just couldn't, I was like, oh, I don't have time for this. So for $60, $60, I bought a Wise, Wise, a company I've talked about before. Mm-hmm. I've got a Wise scale. I've got Wise cameras. I've got a Wise doorbell. So Wise, I've sort of bought into this Wise ecosystem because... They're affordable and well-made and well-reviewed products. So I got a wise, smart home integrated sprinkler system. And I installed this thing in about 15 minutes. And it overrides your uh, your current, like your water bird or whatever? I, I removed the water bird. I took the wires from the inside of the water bird and put them in the corresponding places in the wise sprinkler I screwed the whole thing to the wall. I turned it on, opened up the app, and within total of about 25 minutes, I had programmed this thing ready to go. This thing comes with a year of Wise's sort of smart sprinkler service. I haven't turned that on yet. Uh, I'm skeptical about how valuable that would be, um, but I, I may at some point. I've got a free year of it, so I may do it just for shits and giggles. But I've just sort of programmed this thing on the schedule that I, I had before. But it took me 20 minutes to literally install this thing, wires and everything, and then another five minutes to get it set up and then to do a test run. And I, it's it's so simple and so inexpensive and so easy to use that I am kicking myself for having not done this. Now, some people don't have sprinklers. Some people don't want to use the water, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. You don't, you don't have to do this. But if you have a sprinkler system at home and you have thought for a single second about getting an app-controlled sprinkler controller, these things are expensive. They usually run between $200 and $300, depending on what brand you get or whatever. The wise one is 60 bucks and it works so well. The app is great. Um, yeah, it just works. So this is Wi-Fi connected. It says that it's smart watering. Will its interpretation of the weather forecast override the schedule? 
it, I have all of the smart watering off. I just have it on a program schedule right now. So you, you, I'm missing out on some of the functionality of this because I'm kind of a control freak. Uh, but you can set these up to do smart watering cycles. Um, and, and you know, I, I don't really know. Maybe I should just do that. I think if you're like supremely lazy or you don't want to think about it, that would be a great option. For me, I know... I kind of know how I want it to water and, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, it, it was super easy to connect, super easy to put on. Um, and now it's just working. 30 minutes. I, had, I opened the box with a box cutter. I got a screwdriver out. Is this battery or plug in? It plugs in. Yeah, so it's got a big honking AC adapter. Okay. Yeah. I might do that because I can't figure out my schedule. Like my water bird. That's where I was. Yeah. I had, yeah, I had a water bird and I was like, what the, why is this so fucking hard? And it looks so not hard. There's a dial <laughs> and a switch God. and three buttons. How is this so hard? It's smarter than I am. Yeah. Yeah. It, it turned, kids were playing in the front yard the other day and Sam's like, why did you turn the sprinklers on on them? I was like, fucking didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even in the garage. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that it happened, but I wish that I could funny. take credit for it. That is funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, wise W Y Z E sprinkler controller, big thumbs up recommend from ever now durability or whatever. I don't know. I assume there's not a lot going on here. So the, you know my, my concern is there'll be software issues along the way, driver issues or whatever. But for right now, it's working. It's also sixty bucks, and it's sixty bucks. You it's can buy bucks. four of them. You can buy direct from Wise. Six bucks for a one-year accident protection, eleven for two. Interesting, and then sixteen for three. And it's it's. I mean, it's just been the simplest, most pleasant experience about it. Yeah. So for seventy-five dollars, you have guaranteed three years of functionality. And, and and also, like I said, I've now got to scale my cameras, my doorbell. So everything I open up one app, and I can do. You can weigh yourself. I can see how fat I am. Look at pictures of yourself naked <laughs> and spray your kids in the front yard. Correct. All at the same time. What a day. Andrew, how do we do? We're at 102. You know, it's pretty good. Yeah, it beats our 95 yeah. from last week. I think 95 beats 102 objectively, but um, anything you want to add before we go? I'm all out of things, man. Hey, you guys, here we are. We've done it again. Thank you for joining us for this episode of 40 and 20, the Watch Clicker podcast. I'm wearing a new 40 and 20 shirt, by the way. You are. I have one, too. Coming soon to a theater near your Watch Clicker slash 40 and 20 branded gear, man. We're prototyping. Here we go. Uh, if you want to check us out on Instagram, you can do that at 40 and 20 at Watch Clicker. Uh, but really, you should just check out our website, watchclicker.com. That's where we post weekly reviews, articles, really the good shit it's the good shit uh and if you want to support us and boy we hope you do you can do that at patreon.com slash 40 and 20 because look guys hosting uh all the stuff that we need to do costs money and we're happy to do it but if you wanted to support we'd appreciate you and don't forget to tune in don't forget to tune in next thursday for another hour of watches food drinks life and all the things we like Bye bye